Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And welcome to First Presbyterian Church. I want to add my greetings to those that you have already heard this morning. Today is an exciting day in the life of our church. But let me just set this up for a second. 175 years ago, John McCullough and a little group of Presbyterians came to San Antonio, Texas from Columbia, Texas, with the idea of establishing a Presbyterian church here, a beachhead of the Reformation, if you will, in this part of what was then an international mission field. Of course, Texas was still at that point, a, uh, it was still not part of the United States and they were ready to, but they were ready to receive missionaries and things like that. And so it was an opportunity to begin to extend the gospel into not only this area, but into Mexico. And that is one of the reasons that John McCullough came here to plant a church 175 years ago. Now, 175 years later, we as his church are gathering to, to celebrate that anniversary. This is our 175th year. This year is an exciting year of, uh, of memory, of growth, and of all kinds of things like that. And one of the things that we wanted to do over this weekend before we get to our final celebration is we wanted to talk about the importance of our historic relationship with Mexico and the Mexican church and, and just all the fruit that has come from that initial mission. John McCullough always saw this place, this congregation as a launch point for other mission, other ministry into Mexico. Of course, we were not the only ones doing that. And now uh, I believe it, the, the National Presbyterian Church of Mexico can, can boast one of the largest Presbyterian congregations and fellowships in the world. And so it's exciting to be a part of this ongoing 175-year-old partnership. And so today to celebrate that ongoing relationship and the ongoing work of of God through Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit in Mexico. We have several of our mission partners who are here today. First of all, we want to welcome Josue and Elva Garcia. If, you, if you'd please stand, let's recognize them and welcome them. Tom Johnson with us today also. I hope you had a chance to hear these folks today. And I would also like to introduce our preacher for this morning, Reverend Dr. Josias Luna. Now, I want to, I, I did emphasize the doctor in his name because he is not just a reverend, but a reverend doctor. But he's, it's not like I'm a reverend doctor, okay? He's an actual doctor. Um, he began his career in medicine and then felt the calling of the Lord to go into ministry. And, and it's always been a strange thing to me that, that as I have been a pastor over these last 25 years, every now and then I will get a call from somebody who will say something along the lines of, uh, Bob, I, I, don't, I don't feel good. My pulse is racing or my, my chest is tightening. So what should I do? And I'm like, you call 911 before you call me. I'm not that kind of doctor. He is that kind of doctor but he is also a servant of Jesus Christ. He is also a preacher of the gospel. He is the, the leader of the Presbyterian church in Oaxaca, Mexico. He is the he is the, uh, the moderator of the presbytery there, and he is a new and growing friend of this church. And so we're proud to welcome him today. To, uh, translating for Pastor Josias today will be a, a longtime friend of our congregation, Antonio Alvarez, who is also Mexican, one of our longtime mission partners, and is with the Antioch Partners, and is a good friend of this congregation. We are both uh, pleased to, to know 
know uh, Hoseas, we are glad to introduce him to you. So would you please give a warm welcome to our preacher for this morning, Reverend Dr. Hoseas Luna. Good morning. Buenos días. Es lo único que diré en inglés porque es lo único que sé. It's the only thing that I will say in English to you because this is the only thing that I know. Es un honor para mí estar con ustedes esta mañana. It is an honor to be with you this morning. Y quiero compartir una porción de la escritura. Y vamos a escucharla. And I want to share with you a portion of scripture which he asked me to read just in English. It's Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, and it says in the following way, for it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrust to them his property. To one he gave talents, to another one I'm sorry, to one he gave five talents, to another one he gave two, and to other one, and to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Esta mañana quiero hablar acerca de la parábola de los talentos. This morning I want to talk about the parable of talents. Tal vez es un pasaje muy conocido por ustedes. Perhaps it's a very known passage to you. Tal vez has escuchado que esta parábola habla acerca de poner al servicio de Dios nuestras habilidades naturales o adquiridas. How do you translate that? Uh, perhaps you have a hair. He spoke really fast. Can you repeat that again? Yes. Yes. Uh, perhaps you have heard about. Uh, and trust putting your service into the Lord about these talents. Más corta es tu sentencia. Okay. Es decir, que este pasaje enseña que si sabes tocar la guitarra, debes ponerla al servicio de Dios. This passage perhaps might say that if you know how to play guitar, you just put it to the service of God. Bueno, estudiando este pasaje y observándolo un poco en el contexto. Well, uh, just by taking a closer look to this text and putting it into context, Estoy convencido de que no está hablando de esto. I am convinced that he's not talking about that. Así de que, ¿de qué estará hablando? Porque hay algo más profundo de, que esto. So, let me ask, what is it that he's talking about? Perhaps it's something deeper. Porque es algo valioso que Dios nos ha dado. Because it's, because it's something valuable that the Lord has given us. No tengo mucho tiempo para explicar el contexto. I don't have much time to give you the context. ¿Y por qué llegué a esta conclusión? And why is it that I arrived to this conclusion? Así que solo quiero dar algunos detalles. Therefore, I just want to give you some points. El contexto comienza en el capítulo 23 de Mateo. The context begins in, in uh, Matthew chapter 23. Donde Jesús acusa a los escribas y fariseos. Where Jesus accuses the scribes and the Pharisees. Y su acusación es muy grave. And his accusation is quite strong. Mateo 23, 13. Matthew chapter uh, 23, verse 13. Mas hay de vosotros, escribas y fariseos, hipócritas. Uh, What would you use hypocrites? Yes. Well, just carry on. 
Porque cerráis el reino de los cielos delante de los hombres. Because you close the, the kingdom of heaven in front of the men. Pues ni entráis vosotros, ni dejáis entrar a los que están entrando. Because you don't enter, and you don't uh, enter other ones too, either. Y después de acusarlos, Jesús termina el pasaje lamentándose por Jerusalén. And after finishing the text, he, Jesus starts lamenting about Jerusalem. Principalmente porque Jerusalén mató a los profetas. Mainly because Jerusalem killed the prophets. Y después Jesús habla acerca de la destrucción del templo. And then Jesus speaks about the destruction of the temple. Así que posterior a esto, los discípulos le hacen tres preguntas. After that, the disciples ask him three questions. Mateo 24, 3. Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. Y estando él sentado en el monte de los olivos. And when he was sitting on the mountain olives. Los discípulos se acercaron y le preguntaron. The disciples approach him and ask him. ¿Cuándo serán estas cosas? When these things will happen. La destrucción del templo. The destruction of the temple. ¿Qué señal habrá de tu venida? What sign it will be about your coming? ¿Y qué señal habrá del fin del siglo? And what sign is uh, the sign of the end of the century? Así que el capítulo 24, so chapter 24, Jesús va a contestar estas tres preguntas. Jesus is going to answer these three questions. Si tuviera tiempo les explicaba las respuestas. If I would have time I would explain in detail the answers. Pero el punto principal que Jesús quiere dejar en sus discípulos, but the main point that he wants to uh, leave uh, uh, within his disciples, lo encontramos en Mateo 24, 42 y 44. We find this answer in chapter 24 verse 42, 24 and 42 and 44. Velad pues, uh, be aware, be vigilant. Porque no sabéis a qué hora ha de venir vuestro Señor. Because you don't know when the Lord is going to come back. Por tanto, therefore, también vosotros, also you, estad preparados. Be ready. Porque el Hijo del Hombre, because the Son of God, vendrá a la hora que no pensáis. Will come back suddenly. Este es el contexto de la parábola de los talentos. This is the context of the parable of the talents. Así que Jesús va a dar dos ejemplos en parábola. Therefore, Jesus is going to provide two examples in parables. Para explicar de lo que sucederá cuando Él regrese. To explain what's going to happen when He will come back. Y qué deben estar haciendo sus discípulos mientras esto no pasa. And what is it that the disciples should be doing while He comes back. Así que este mensaje es para sus discípulos. Therefore, this message is for Jesus' disciples. Para los creyentes. To the believers. Mateo 25, 14 y 15. Mateo, uh, Matthew chapter 25, verse 15, 14 and 15. Es el pasaje que leyó Antonio. Is the passage that I just read. El reino de los cielos es. The kingdom of heaven it is. Un hombre llamó a, a sus siervos. A man called his servants. Y le entregó sus bienes. And he gave his belongings, his property, part of his property. A uno le dio cinco talentos. To one he gave five talents. A otro dos. To other one two talents. Y a otro uno. And to the other one one. La pregunta es. The question is. ¿Qué es un talento? What is a talent? ¿Por qué es valioso? Why is it that it's valuable? En griego se in, refiere a peso. In Greek it refers to weight. Algo muy valioso. Something very valuable. Algunos piensan que es el salario de un año de un jornalero. Somebody believes that is the salary of a worker of a year's salary. 
Así que un talento Therefore, one talent es algo muy valioso. It is very valuable. Dos es más y cinco es mucho más. Two is more and five is even greater. El talento no se refiere The talent does not refer to a dones o habilidades to uh, abilities. Se refiere a algo mucho más valioso que eso. It refers to something way more valuable than that. ¿Qué será eso tan valioso que Dios nos dio? What is it that is so valuable that God has given us? Para eso nos sirve el contexto. That's why the context is helpful. Mateo 24, 14. Matthew chapter 20, uh, uh, Matthew 14, 24, 14. Y será predicado. And it will be preached. Este evangelio del reino. This gospel of the kingdom. En todo el mundo. In all the world. Para testimonio a todas las naciones. For a testimony to all nations. Y entonces vendrá el fin. And then the, the, the end will come. Lo más valioso. The most valuable. Lo más preciado. The, 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 the most precious. Que tenemos es el evangelio del reino. That we have is the gospel of the kingdom. ¿De qué trata este evangelio? What is it that uh, says this gospel? Mateo lo explicó en el capítulo 1. Mat Matthew explained this in chapter 1. Y dará a luz un hijo y se llamará su nombre Jesús. And uh, will be born and his name it will be Jesus. Porque él salvará a su pueblo de sus pecados. Because he will save his people from his sins. Hay esperanza en Jesús. So there is hope in Jesus. Ese es el evangelio. That's the gospel. Y se llamará Emmanuel. And his name will be Emmanuel. Dios con nosotros. God with us. Pecados perdonados. Your sins are forgiven. Dios con nosotros. God is with us. Ese es el evangelio del reino. That is the gospel of the kingdom. Eso es lo precioso, valioso que Dios nos dio a cada uno de nosotros. That is the precious thing that the Lord has given to each one of us. Así que a cada uno le dio de acuerdo a sus capacidades. Therefore he has given uh, according to your abilities to each one of you. Tal vez tienes lo básico del evangelio. Perhaps you have the basic of the gospel. Tal vez tienes doctorado en el evangelio. Perhaps you have a doctorate in the gospel. Pero los dos son muy valiosos. But the two of them are extremely valuable. ¿Qué se supone que debemos hacer con su evangelio? What is it that we're supposed to do with his gospel? Mientras él no regrese. While he's not coming back. ¿Qué dice la parábola? What is it the scripture says? Producir. To produce. Multiplicarlo. To multiply. Anunciarlo. To announce it. Predicarlo. To preach it. Para que cuando él regrese. So that when he come back. Tengamos algo que rendir cuentas. We have something to give account for. Tengamos algo que ofrecerle. Something that we have to offer. Pero Jesús en la parábola nos advierte. But Jesus in the parable say, uh, says to us que hay uno there is one que tuvo miedo who was afraid lo escondió and he hid it y no produjo absolutamente nada. And it didn't produce anything. ¿Quién es este siervo malo y negligente en la parábola? Who is this bad and negligent servant in the parable? ¿Qué dice el contexto? What the context says. Los fariseos. The Pharisees. No entran en el reino. Do not enter into the kingdom. Ni dejan entrar a los que quieren entrar. Don't, they don't enter and they don't allow others who want to go into the kingdom. A ellos les dio a conocer el evangelio. To them, he, Jesus gave, gave him the gospel. A sus antepasados lo conocieron. He, their ancestors knew the gospel. ¿Y qué hicieron sus antepasados? And what did they do with the, with the gospel, their ancestors? Mataron a los profetas. They killed the prophets. 
¿Y qué hicieron los fariseos? And what the Pharisees did. No creyeron en el evangelio. They didn't believe in the gospel. Se les fue dado algo valioso. Se, it was what? Se les fue dado algo valioso. It was given something valuable to them. ¿Y qué hicieron? And what is it that they do? ¿Habrá fariseos modernos hoy? Do you think we might have modern Pharisees? Claro que sí los hay. Of course we have them. Son aquellos que se conforman. Are those who are just in conformity. Con aparecer en una lista de membresía. To appear in the list of a membership. Pero church. el evangelio está escondido en sus vidas. But the gospel is hidden within their lives. Son aquellos que les da miedo hablar de su fe. Are those who are afraid of speaking of their faith. No le dicen nada a sus amigos. They don't say nothing about the gospel to their friends. Nada a sus conocidos. Nothing to their neighbors. Son aquellos que tienen una mala concepción de Dios. Are those who have a wrong conception of God. Es que es muy duro. It's because it's really hard. Muy severo. Very severe. ¿Para qué predico el evangelio? Why should I preach the gospel? Si Cristo regresara hoy. If Christ would, 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 would come back today. ¿Qué tipo de siervo eres tú? What kind of servant are you? ¿Eres de los que está produciendo para el reino de Dios? Are you producing for God's kingdom? ¿O eres aquel que ni entra ni deja entrar? Or are you the one that holds the door and don't let people in? Or you just stay there? Aquí hay una verdad. There, here we have a truth. Cristo va a regresar. Christ is going to come back. Y él te va a pedir cuentas. And he's going to ask you for your actions. De lo que hiciste con su evangelio. What is it that you did with his gospel? Quiera Dios que nos encuentre. We hope that the Lord finds us. Viviendo el evangelio. Living the gospel. Proclamando el evangelio. Proclaiming the gospel. Que estemos preparados. So that we can be ready. Y velando, anhelando su regreso. And be waiting and hoping for his return. Que tú y yo podamos escuchar so that you and I can hear estas palabras. These words. Bien, buen, siervo y fiel. My good and faithful servant. Sobre poco has sido fiel. With little you have been faithful. Sobre mucho te pondré. Over, more I will give, over much more I will put you in trust. Entra en el gozo de tu Señor. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Amen. Amen. Oremos. Let's pray. Padre, gracias por tu palabra. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Gracias por el tesoro que nos has dado. Thank you for the treasures that you have given us. Gracias por tu evangelio. Thank you for your gospel. Ayúdanos a anunciarlo. Help us to announce. Ayúdanos a vivirlo. Help us to live it. Ayúdanos a ser productivos en el reino de Dios. Help us to be productive in the kingdom of God. Ayúdanos Help us a darte la gloria. To give you the glory. El resto de nuestras vidas. The rest of our lives. Y que vivamos solo para ti. So that we can only live for you. En el nombre de Jesús. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Dios les bendiga. God bless you.